I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walatowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about the Statue of Liberty. So grab your tired and your poor. And let's get civical. in the left corner <laughs> is the lightweight champion Arden Volodowski <laughs> and in the right corner is someone who forgot to eat breakfast Lizzie Stewart <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, remember sports? You don't, you don't like sports. Well, I like the, some sports. You you like some sports. That's fair. That's I like fair. tennis and soccer. I'm not uh like the traditional American sports are not my sure. jam. I was pulling that whole bit that we just did up at the top was because um I recently got into UFC. Fighting. Oh my god, I have it's a because friend my... who would love to talk to you about that. E- well, sure. It's just because I have two very close friends who. They just love it. So they started doing these like fight nights. And I'm the type of person where I can get behind any sport, any team. You just tell me who we're rooting for. And then suddenly it becomes my whole way of being. (laughs) So when it comes to these like super intense, you know, like 15 minute bloody fights and they're like, we want this person to win or we're just going to die i'll be like all right that's what we're doing that's what we're doing game i'm in it let's do it it's just really intense and and it's just my personality so anywho that's what i was pulling from that's so funny i just always love the intros and weighing in the left corner at 450 pounds (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i don't think i've ever watched wrestling at all 
I th- so this I, isn't wrestling. This is UFC. This is like they. Is they it's that? real. So wrestling oh. is like basically fake. That's like right. the whole thing is that it's it's like choreographed in a way. Okay. UFC fighting is like like very fit people and they are like it's all sorts of fighting so it's boxing it's like it's um oh. you know, wrestling it's taekwondo it's you, you're literally trying to knock the other person out or oh. hit them more than they hit you there's a lot is of it, knockouts those are brutal is it still the thing where they like they go down to the floor and the umpire is like one two three you win um not not quite. If they go down to the floor, the ref is basically making sure that A, nobody's like dying, like passing out, or B, mm. that somebody doesn't like submit, you know? Like if they like tap the floor, that means that they've submitted and then the match is over. So you can I win by submission see. or by knockout or by going all the rounds and having the most like hits. What's the not what's a knockout? Means I punch you in the face and you lose consciousness. Oh, literally knocked out unconscious. Knock out. Knock out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you are no longer with us in that moment. Why are we still doing this as a society? I I don't know. It's brutal, but you know I get get into it. I get into it. I just feel like it's such, we're not Greeks. This isn't, we're not in the Colosseums. But democracy. Democracy was from the Greeks and thus UFC exists. It's true. If if democracy stands, I guess UFC fighting should stand. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Anywho. Weirdly, you guys, this is not a podcast about uh, UFC fighting. This is Let's Get Civical. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Wallentowski. And today, I we are having a fun day. We're talking about the lady herself, Lady Liberty. I'm so and excited. And I just think it's it, it's the absolute, again, you just yep. have the, you have your finger on my pulse because I feel as though... It is the perfect time to be giving our our lady in green yes. uh, the space she deserves. That's right. We have Daddy Cuomo to lift us up with his daily briefings, and we're gonna yep, bring Dad, you whew, Daddy Dad's Cuomo. We're gonna, <laughs> he's so mad. I Dad just, is so mad. He has. I mean, he really like. Andrew Cuomo could have been a comedian. His dry sense of humor. His, he does. Like, he does throw him in there. Ability to throw shade. I just and it's so smart when he does it, and you don't know that he like how expertly he's executed it until it until it's over, and you're like, Whoa. yeah, it was a good, it was a good burn. My favorite thing about him is he does that. He throws in those burns like dryly, and then maybe not like a beat later, he's like, I'm not playing into partisan politics. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, Dad, you literally just did it. You literally just did it. You literally just told the president to stop watching TV. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so you did. Maybe you literally just said, maybe you should turn me off and go do your job. Yes, uh, but not – I'm ugh. Anyways, it's anyway. So we have Andrew yes. Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, Daddy Cuomo to lift us up during the day. And I was really – I really was feeling the need to do something like – a, not coronavirus related, but B, no. also something that's like, I mean, we're both in New York. It's like, yeah. this is where it's the hardest. Sorry, and we're at the epicenter. We're, we're going to talk epicenter about New York. I we deserve talk, it. We deserve it. And I want to talk about like, some, like our, something that's like, assen- like kind of essential to like our- Our identity. Yeah, our identity. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, she's ours and this is our podcast and- Everybody knows who she is, but, like, where did she come from? What does she want? You could say, who is she? Who is Lady Liberty? Who is she? Yep. And we're gonna, we're gonna tell you. And, guys, this is, oh, my God. I'm so pleased. This is just, like, a, this is an episode full of fun facts. And I can't stop smiling. I'm so excited. So, I, we're gonna jump right in. Pretty much all of these facts are coming from the World Heritage Convention, UNESCO, which is Arden. (laughs) UNESCO is the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. So part of the United Nations. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Long acronym. It's also coming from the National Park Service and the Liberty Ellis Foundation. So thank you to all of our friends there. But let's start off with some Lady Liberty facts. Yeah. Fun facts. I mean, like, not even the funnest facts, but, like, I love this. Okay. They're fun. So, 
The Statue of Liberty is owned by the government of the United States of America. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know. At its inception, the statue was named, quote, Liberty Enlightening the World and was a joint effort between America and France. Okay. Liberty Enlightening the World? Yes. Can you imagine? And on the right side, we have Liberty Enlightening the World. Coming in at... 250 tons. <laughs> France was very, like, emotional with their gift. They're Liberty so enlightening the world. Enlightening yep. the world. I lo- Okay. Yeah. Not my first choice, but, like, love to see it. Solid first stab. So we have to have a first draft. We really yeah. do. Lady Liberty is 93 meters high. Very tall. She's very tall. She is located on... You guessed it, Liberty Island in the New York Harbor. The Statue of Liberty stands at the entrance to New York Harbor and has welcomed millions of immigrants into the United States. She has become a universal symbol of democracy. She was a gift from France in 1876 on the, okay, hold on, don't say it. I know this word, but you when you do. see it on the page. No, it was very startling for me, too. Centenary? Centenary. Centenary. I think it's centenary. Centenary. Because you, you would say centennial, centenary. Centenary. I think Tough that's word. Yeah. We're going to say Centenary. Of American independence as a sign of international friendship, but it was not inaugurated until October 28th, 1886. So only, it took them 10 years to inaugurate this thing? What were they doing? Building it. Are they like like putting it up? Yeah, like. Got it. Sure, 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 sure. It's in there later in the notes, but I think in 1874, there was a guy who was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if? Sure. And then from that guy's idea to like. The building, the shipping, the rebuilding, the the fundraising, the inauguration, all of that yeah. was like 12 years. So yeah, 18, it took a bit. It is such like a slap in the face to Great Britain, if you really think about it. Because like, <laughs> right? Like, like so we fought, France came in, saved the day, basically helped us win the Revolutionary War. And then a hundred years later, to add insult to injury, they're like, you know what? We're going to give you the largest statue ever built by man. <laughs> and we're going to put it at your harbor. So in case anybody from ye old England comes by, it's just a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> that we're the bestest and we're best like, friends. It's kind of shady, and I love. It's so French in that way. It's so French. It's also like those friendship bracelets, you know, that you get at like Claire's. That sure. like you buy one, and your best friend buys one, and you each have it. It's exactly yes. that, but in statue form. But that's huge. Yes, but it's ninety three meters high. Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay, so the statue was completed in France in July of eighteen eighty four, and arrived in New York Harbor in June of eighteen eighty five aboard the French vessel. Oh, it's French. <laughs> Isier. 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 I think it's it's E. Isier. Okay. There's an I. (laughs) Phonetically. (laughs) Sorry to our French listeners. Love you. Isier? Isier? Isier. I think it's Isier. Isier. Yeah. Because you would say the I like E. And then I think that's how you say it. Isier. Isser over there. Okay. I should have asked. I was asking my French friend yesterday how to make duck breast, Magret de Canard, and then I should have just asked her how to say that word. It's so upsetting to me, the fact that you might be cooking duck breast. I I cannot even tell you. I made it yesterday. That's so... It's a slap in my face. Did you not see my Instagram story? There are four Oh, was that duck breast? Oh, I didn't didn't know what it was. It was duck breast. I didn't know it was duck. I don't know where you buy duck. That I got from, I got that and some foie gras from Hudson Valley Foie Gras last week. Oh, my God. I know. I'm, an, I'm a bitch. And then. Um, <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> and then, but yesterday when I was at the farmer's market, I was buying, I was in line to buy my meat and eggs. And I looked up and I was like, huh, 
there's the Hudson Valley Duck Farm that's right there. I could just buy. And they had everything that I had bought online. So I was like, great. Next farmer's market, I can just come back and get more duck breast, apparently. That's insane. That's insane. You're insane. I resent you. Okay. I know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really leaning into my Francophile, like, I know. And I love that. in this quarantine. I'm really leaning into it. I love that because one day we're going to be in France together and I'm going to mm-hmm. be over here being like, I don't, don't know how to say none of it. Like, unable <laughs> to speak to anybody. And you're just going to be fully my translator, like, because I can't do it. it it is like two days in paris and my accent does come back and gets pretty good i've told you the story about how i went into a tea shop did i tell you the story i went into a tea shop in, in paris and i like the guy who was working there asked me a bunch of questions and i responded in french and it was going pretty well and then finally he asked me a question that i didn't understand fully oh and i was like mm, and he was like Oh, I thought you were French. You're American. And I was like, I can die. I can die. Thank you. I can Thank die. Thank you and good night. Great. Thank you and good night. My life is done. It's complete now. I love that. I love that. Okay. Yep. Oh, oh, this is a fun fact. Yeah. Okay. Back to Lady. Lady Liberty. Yeah. Yep. Not Gaga. In transit, the statue was reduced to 350 individual pieces and packed into 214 crates. Don't get mad, but I just feel like they could have considered making this thing in New York. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work. I feel like it's a great sentiment. I feel like we could have made this happen in New York. You know, it's like the French could have come over or ship the stuff, ship the materials. Yeah. Not the lady. I don't know why. I don't know why they did it this way unless that like. I mean, we'll talk about it, but like the the pedestal was designed by an American, and the sure. statue herself was designed by two French Frenchmen. So yeah. I don't know if they like had their studios there, and that's where they worked. Probably. And like, was it cheaper yeah. to ship it completed as opposed to like shipping all this? Like, I don't know. I'm yes, just, I'm just saying. I wanted to see a consideration. Cause I know. Just 350 individual pieces. What if we got there and she was like missing her eye? Like her left eye. There was a lot of room no. for error in there. There was so sure. much room for error. So much room for human error. I love this. And the 18 homishas. Okay. Love. Okay. So the statue was reassembled on her new pedestal in four months' time. On October 28th, 1886, ooh, president and friend of the show, Grover Cleveland, oversaw the dedication of the Statue of Liberty in front of thousands of spectators. He just pops up everywhere. I swear to God. I know. He gets to do all of the fun stuff and, like, none he does of do the that. hard stuff. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. The statue was placed on a granite pedestal inside the courtyard of the star-shaped walls of Fort Wood, which had been completed for the War of 1812, famously against, I believe, Great Britain. Mm-hmm. The statue was designated as a national monument in 1924, and Liberty Island, on which it sits, was added in 1937 and is administered by the National Park Service. Yeah. That's great. I just, I, I, that, that's literally 13 years where they were literally, like, they just decided, oh, God, we have to do the land as well. The land. Oh, my God. The land. <laughs> the land. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And then there's, like, Ellis Island was added, like, yeah. in the 60s, I think. Um, I didn't include well, it. Wasn't it, it, like, functional? It was functional for a while, yeah. So, so then they, like, yeah. but when you look, when you, like, look up the stuff about the Statue of Liberty, it's all now because the islands are so close. They like, yeah, a lot of it is talked about in connection. That's why it's the Liberty Ellis Foundation, right? Right. And when you like go on a tour, you go, yeah, to Liberty and then Ellis Island, yeah, you can. So, like, yeah, anyway, yeah, I desperately, and this is just coming from my like crave to be in abandoned buildings, I so much want to go to Ellis Island and just like be able to roam about the cabin. The You're cabin. looking at me as, like, not the cabin, you know, but, like, the metaphorical cabin, which is the island. Like, I don't want to have to, like, stay oh, in the whoa, one whoa, whoa, section whoa. Yes. where they, like, ma- let you go. I want to go into where they were living. I want to go to the con- – because you look at Ellis Island and all of their, like, the living quarters yeah. for the immigrants who had to stay on there are still there. You just can't go as the public. I hate when I can't go as the public. Okay, put a, put, a, put a pin in that and we're going to okay. talk about it at <gasps> the end. 
Oh my god. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I've got like there are some surprises for you at the end. Oh my gosh, you're so yeah. good to me. But just like in general, anytime they tell yes. me that something is closed to the public, I want it. Oh, I want. I, I want to go there. I want to go inside it. And if you put in front, if you like put an addition to that, it's closed to the public and it's abandoned and it was operational I mean, pre 1960s my heart get me in there get me in Put there me inside i'll wear yep. the right shoe wear you don't right. have to worry about me i will wear i will whatever i I'll i will sign stay a waiver. safe yes it is my own damn fault if i get killed by a cave-in. yes Okay, okay. We'll put a pin in that. We'll come back. Put a pin in that. But in the meantime, tell me about her design. Okay. How she is so gorgeous. She's so gorgeous. Um, her she there were three main members of her design team. The base uh, section or the pedestal part, as it's referred to, was made by the Americans. Love. And like we said, the statue herself was designed by the French. But Lady Liberty was made in Paris by the French sculptor Frederic Bartoldi. 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 In collaboration with Gustave Eiffel. Of the Tower fame. Of the Eiffel Tower fame. (laughs) I love how you read that. That's so funny. Uh, Yes, I am. Are you of the Eiffel Towers? Yes, I am, actually. Actually, no, I'm the the Eiffels of uh, Rome. Not of the Towers. Not of the Towers. The Eiffels of the Hills. The Hills. I never knew this is, I mean, I never knew that. The man's name was Eiffel. Yeah, his last name was Eiffel. I know. I mean, it feels like it feels like quite Freudian to name a gigantic phallic esque shaped yes, monument yes. after yourself. Yes, but honestly, like if I'm Gustav, of yes. course, absolutely. If I'm making yeah. a monument, if I've won a uh, architectural competition. To yeah. create a national monument, you betcha it's going to be the Lizzie Stewart is absolutely gorgeous <laughs> memorial. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. That's so I'm I'm be. with Gustav 100%, yeah. but I just he, oh. didn't realize that his last name was Eiffel and that's what the Eiffel Tower was. Nobody yell at me. It's I don't think that's, I don't think people really know that. He also had like some like monumental failures. So the fact that like, like he tried that. to, he tried to build a bridge over the Panama Canal or no, the Panama, the Isthmus, I think. And it like was a complete and utter disaster. And there's Who like, when hasn't you hasn't had that, I know well, none when, of my bridges work. <laughs> they all, all of my Lego bridges fall. They can't hold Legos. I am I a horrible a engineer. Bri- I could have built a fort. Like, what are you talking about? Couldn't the pillows pillow always for. came off. The sheets always came out of the dresser drawers. Like, always. I don't have engineering prowess. I really no, don't. No, really no. Me either. So a little bit of facts, a few facts about these design gentlemen. Yes. Bartoldi also designed the Marquis de Lafayette. Marquis de Lafayette statue in New York City's Union Square. Wait, where's this statue? Oh, I think it's by <laughs> DSW. I think it's, is it on like the 4th Avenue side? Oh, maybe. I think it's Wait, on the 4th Avenue side. is there a DSW in Union Square? Wasn't there? There's oh, like oh, on the yes, south yes, side yes, of yes. Union Square. Like, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Got it. Yes, yes, yes. I yes, literally yes. haven't been over there in like six months. No, yes, you're absolutely right. I think okay, it's on that him. side. And then he also built the Bartoldi Fountain in Bartoldi Park. <laughs> put your name DC. on everything. Just put it. Put your, spe- your seed everywhere. Do it. Love that. Love that. It's the Lady Liberty's design and construction were recognized at the time as one of the greatest technological achievements of the 19th century and was yeah. hailed as a bridge between art and engineering. Show me another one. Yeah. They really Show me were a like Mr. Liberty. He's not there. <laughs> He's not there. I mean, they really were leaning into this like like the period of enlightenment and like Yeah. This was I think around the time of like the housemanization of Paris too where they were like trying to make things like uniform and functional and livable for the city but also like not ignore the art side of everything because they're france and right yeah they were it was like a big incorporation of all of those things yeah eiffel who was a civil engineer also designed hundreds of bridges railways cathedrals churches and observatories he designed busy he was busy he designed like the nice observatory which i as somebody who's really into astronomy appreciated that love yep and the statue sits on top of a pedestal designed by American architect Richard Morris Hunt. 
Yes, Richard. Yes, Richard. Who, like, if you have stepped foot basically on, like, any old college campus, like, sure. like he's just, he's, he's like, he's all over the place. Good for him. If you've been to the Met, he designed the main wing of the Met Museum, including the entrance, the facade, the entrance hall, and the grand stairway, which absolutely is so gorgeous. Grand. It's very so grand. Pretty. You do feel very, like, humbled. Like, you feel very kind of yes. meek and small walking up that stairway. Yes. So, well done. Well done, Richard. He also designed various buildings on the college campuses of Ivy League institutions, including Yale and Harvard. He also designed some, designed some at Princeton. Love. Although many have been destroyed or demolished. Like, they've been what? burned or they've just been straight up demolished. And to, like, build something better? Who do I, you think you are? Who do you think you are? Imagine being the person who's like, you know what? This human designed the base of the Statue of Liberty. I think I can do better. I think I can do better. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Check it's, yourself. Check yourself. I just, I don't understand. He did that in, like, 18, in the 1800s. Yeah. I have a friend who, there was a part of me, like, researching this episode where I have a friend who works for an architecture firm. And I kind of want to, like have her bosses on to explain why you would do that <laughs> i know i like it's only it's just for my sound, sound? right but like just for my own edification i'm like why would you do that i feel like the mets hold it held up the met is like we're we're good statue still up still up he also designed the former new york tribune building great the former lennox library okay and presbyterian hospitals all have which all of which have been demolished. Oh my god! Like there his structures all over our fair city, like, and they're just gone. On? I don't understand. No respect. No respect. No respect. I was really like getting angry for poor Richard when we were when I was researching this. Although this one is very near and dear and close to my heart, he built <gasps> the Biltmore Estate in Asheville, North Carolina, which is Literally just the most beautiful. You've, you've been. Right? It's beautiful. I've, I've not been. It's on oh. my like places of like to go, oh but I god. know. It's I so know, beautiful. The Biltmore. It's it's so beautiful. And like America's like really only legitimate like chateau. Yes. Like it is a proper chateau. And when, chateau. and you can just like walk around it and when you go to the pool, you're like literally it's a gigantic fucking pool in the basement of this building and you're like but it's like old you know when you see people like old school pe- pictures of like the dudes swimming and they've got like the tank tops and the little skinny mm-hmm. shorts mm-hmm. that's what this pool is like i love that it's so i want to jump in a pool so bad that's like I, that i also like wouldn't mind right now like standing into the face of a snowstorm like i just like anything to differentiate sure the dance. life right now would be fantastic yeah, that'd be amazing yeah so those are the guys who designed and built the the Lady Liberty, the statue itself, and then the pedestal. It was restored in the 80s, 1980s. In 1982, the Reagan administration began the process of refurbishing the statue. Thank you. Thanks, Reagan. A team, like that would never happen now. Are you kidding no. me? There's oh, no way God. in hell Trump would be like, we'd sell her for parts right now. That's what we do. <laughs> That's exactly true. We would sell her for parts. So Reagan, the Reagan administration gathered together a team of French and American architects, engineers, and conservators, and they came together to determine what was needed to make sure that the statue's preservation went into the next century. I love that they did it together. Yeah. I mean, it really it's very like- nice. It's very sweet. Like, this whole story is very sweet. It's a story of friendship. It really is like- it really is amazing. In 1984, scaffolding was erected around the exterior of the statue, and construction began on the interior. Workers repaired holes in the copper skin and removed a layer of paint from the interior of the copper skin and internal iron structure. They replaced the rusting iron armature bars, which joined the copper skin to the statue's internal skeleton with stainless steel bars. Gorgeous. The flame and upper portion of the torch had been severely damaged by water, which you should put this picture when we release this episode. Uh, there's like a great picture on the, I think it's the Liberty Ellis Foundation website that's right. connected to the museum. It's a, it's amazing. The flame and upper portion of the torch had been severely damaged by water and was replaced with an exact replica of Bartholdi's original torch, which was gilded according to Bartholdi's original plans. Where did the old one go? It's in the museum. Oh, 
It's in the museum. Love. So like when you go through – I don't remember this, it, but love it. <laughs> yeah. When you go through the Statue of Liberty Island Museum – have you been to the Statue of Liberty? I have, but like 10 years ago. Have maybe? you been – did you go up? Mm-hmm. To the crown? Although to the – yeah, I went to the crown. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was nice. It was quite the hike. I'm sure. So the original torch is in the museum. It's like the last thing that you see before you leave. Got it. Yeah. I, mean, um, I didn't have the appreciation that I, I have mean, now. You were I got, like, we got to go back. You got. You were like twelve. We got to go back. Yep. Lady Liberty was restored in time for her spectacular centennial on July fourth, nineteen eighty-six. Yay! Yeah. A little bit about like her particular cuteness. Yes. She, uh, her design, she is a, quote, hollow colossus composed of thinly pounded copper sheets over a steel framework. Yeah, absolutely. You can see that. Uh, me too. The same. Wor- <laughs> same. The World-, <laughs> the World Heritage Convention at UNESCO describes the structure as, quote, drawing on classical elements and iconography, it expressed modern aspirations. The interior iron framework is a formidable and intricate piece of construction, a harbinger of the future in engineering, architecture, and art, including the extensive use of concrete in the base, the flexible curtain wall type of construction that supports the skin, and the use of electricity to light the torch. I mean... They were on it. She's one of a kind. She's one of a kind. They had their finger on the pulse. They did. She is a highly potent symbolic element of the design, include the United States Declaration of Independence, which Lady Liberty holds in her left hand, as well as the broken shackles from which she steps. Very iconic. Iconic. More about her design. So as we've said, she was made in France, disassembled, and then shipped to New York. The seams on the robes of Lady Liberty show how, they're, how they pieced her together. More than 300 pieces were assembled once the statue arrived in New York City. Like, where did they do this? I think, like, there. Like, on the That's island. Crazy. I know. That's crazy. A ladder goes up to the, goes up the middle of the statue with 42 steps going up to the torch. These are, okay, and so these are the important parts of the statue. Yeah. The torch was made first when the French constructed it. Its current iteration replaced the original in 1986 and is made of gold leaf to sustain the weather. Thank you. Yep. And if you visit the Statue of Liberty Museum, the experience ends with a close-up view of Liberty's most iconic symbol, her original torch held for nearly 100 years. Yeah. Don't miss it like I did. (laughs) So that's the torch. Now, the crown, which, I mean, I love a crown. I love a crown. So the crown was closed to the public in 2001 after the 9-11 attacks, but was reopened on July 4th, 2009. The seven beams on her crown represent the seven continents and the seven seas. Yep. The tablet in her left hand reads July 4th, 1776, America's (laughs) Day of Independence. What? I was just going to say a big old fuck you to Britain. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> They're like, what should I read? Oh, I know. July 4th, 1776, America's Day of Independence from Britain. <laughs> it's just like, drag them. It literally called them out. <laughs> the chains at her feet symbolize freedom, love. Love. At the time of its creation, the Statue of Liberty was a symbol of democratic government and enlightenment ideals, as well as a celebration of the Union's victory in the American Civil War and the abolition of slavery. Wow. Yeah. They were um, really doing a lot with this piece of art. I know. They're like, what uh, What else can we pack in here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck you to slavery. Fuck you to Britain. What else can we do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Shackles on the feet. On the feet. Quickly. The quickly feet. now. Put him. Put him. Put him. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to try it this name and here we go. <laughs> Edu- Edward. Yes. Edward de La Boulet. Wow. Yes. You got it's de La Boulet, but I think that you got the last name right. Yeah. Okay. Edward, Edward de La Boulet. De La Boulet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) The French political thinker, 
U.S. Constitution expert and abolitionist who first proposed the idea of a great monument as a gift from France to the United States in 1865, was a firm supporter of President Abraham Lincoln and his fight for abolition. Can you imagine being a French political thinker, a U.S. Constitution expert, and just an abolitionist as well? A multi-hyphenate if we've multi- ever seen. If we've ever seen. And I should, it, it was 1865 that he proposed it. I think I said 1864 before. Great. Well. So whatever. Or whatever year he, I said before it was wrong. But it was 1865. So it did take them like 20 some years. odd years. Yeah. Ten, yeah well, it took them, years. yeah, 20 years. It was 20 years between like his idea and when they inaugurated it. And it was it. done. Yeah. Love that. So La Boulay saw abolition not only as a way to eliminate immorality, but also as a way to protest repressive tendencies in France. Yes. La Boulay, progressive. Progressive. Okay. And now oh, the... Po- oh, what? You get to read the poem. <gasps> oh, my goodness gracious. I put, I put the entire Emma Lazarus poem in here. Okay. Which I was reading last night and started to cry, so I gave it to you. <laughs> okay, great. Perfect, perfect. Don't worry. So this is the pedestal. Emma Lazarus, a native New Yorker, contributed one of the most well-known pieces of art inspired by the Statue of Liberty and its optimistic message to the world's disenfranchised people. Her sonnet entitled The New Colossus was written in 1883 for an auction to raise funds for the pedestal and was a tribute to the symbolism of Lady Liberty. In the past, many large monument statues were meant to deter enemies or to represent the strength and wealth of a nation. But this is not so for Lady Liberty. So this is Emma Lazarus' poem at the base. Here we go. Don't make me cry. I oh, I'm just I'm just gonna read it. I'm just gonna, no no voices. I'm just gonna read it because we do respect the poem. Also, shout out to Emma who in 1883 was just like a baller ass woman who got her yeah. poem on the Statue of Liberty. Fuck yeah! Where they're like and still not still not sure if women should like read. Right, and it's like and she's like it's well, only got a poem. it's like 12 lines and it's so moving. And we the part that we know you will you know you'll be able to pick out the part that we clearly yeah. like we recite all the time but the yes. other parts of it actually are the more moving parts of it yeah yeah all right. here without further ado here is Emma Lazarus's poem at the base at the base not like the brazen giant of greek fame with conquering limbs astride from land to land here at our sea-washed sunset gate shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is imprisoned lighting, and her name, Mother of Exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome, her mild eyes command the air bridged harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands, your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. It's so good. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. And, and like, yeah. Like, really tie and like ties together like this American, like French spirit of the time. And it's yeah. so good. It's so yeah. good. I mean, absolutely, yes. I love that. Yeah. I just thought we should, re- like, you never hear that full poem. You don't? I've literally never seen the full I had poem. never read it. I've only and I was seen like, the one we know. Yeah. So that's the full poem that's on the, the pedestal. So a little bit about her, the Lady Liberty's herstory. Yes, herstory. Herstory. Although the design and construction of the statue was a joint American and French venture, quote, lack of funds was a problem on both sides of the Atlantic Ocean. Sure. Yeah, people are like, how are we going to pay for it, though? How are we going to pay for her? How are we going to pay for her? She's expensive. She's expensive, and also it's like, it's a nice gift, but it's a gift. It's not like yeah, it's a money-making event. Like, it really is right. just like, once you do it. There's no profit. Well, there's no profit. Is, but like. Yes. Back then, we didn't but know. But could they we have foreseen in the ferry? harbor. <laughs> right. The idea behind it wasn't like, let's create a tourism attraction. Right. <laughs> so in France, public fees, various forms of entertainment, and a lottery were among the methods used to raise funds. That's so nice. 
I know. They really were like, we're doing it. Everybody's doing it. We're doing it. This is how we're doing this. In the United States, true to form, benefit theatrical events, art exhibitions, auctions, and prize fights. So bringing it back to our UFC fighting, like bringing it back. Absolutely. Also like artists being the primary sources of funding money for this statue. Hello. Hello. They, so all those groups, they all assisted in providing needed funds. As we said, poet Emma Lazarus wrote her famous sonnet, The New Colossus, in 1883 for the art and literary auction to raise funds for the statue's pedestal. Love. Joseph Pulitzer of Pulitzer Prize fame used heard of him, <laughs> heard of him? used a page in his newspaper uh, called The World to criticize both the rich who had failed to finance the pedestal's construction and the middle class who were content to rely upon the wealthy to provide the funds. I know I, I read that and I was like, okay. but also it was like, okay, he's criticizing the middle class, which is like different than the middle. Like there is no middle class today. It's like the super wealthy, sure. those who can like are living paycheck to paycheck, which like we usually would have called middle class before. And then just like all of the poor people. Right. And I feel like back then, like it would, there were definitely groups like that back then, but I feel like the middle class was like. It was more well-off than our middle class now. Sure, sure, sure. So he yelled at the the rich, and then he yelled at the middle class who were content to rely upon the wealthy to provide the funds. Pulitzer's campaign of harsh criticism was successful in motivating the people of America to donate. They were like, go on, get out there. Fine. Go on and get. Yeah. All right, Joseph, sorry. Yep. I mean, it's a little bit like presidential candidates are like, we just need your $2. Send in your $2. You're right. Except Joseph's like, you're being lazy. Get up. Get up. This is your statue, too. This is your statue, too. But nobody wants to pay for the statue. That's insane. That's That's insane. insane. Get up. Lazy. Don't be lazy. But it's in a newspaper. Right. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so like part of her restoration in 1986 under reagan this is like part of what they did deformations related to the galvanic interaction of metals were corrected in an extensive restoration undertaken for its centennial which included reproducing the original deteriorated torch which is now preserved in the museum and then going forward there have also been periodic updates to the internal mecha- mechanical and security systems great well, i would hope so <laughs> let's nobody break into her no. The interior iron strap work supporting the metal skin was replaced in, 18, in 1986 with stainless steel that will prevent corrosion. And all repairs were made uh, with great fidelity to the original design and materials. The known and potential threats to the authenticity of the property include pollution, severe weather, and large number of visitors. So they're like, yeah. that's all to say, like, they did this, like, refurb, and then they're just always watching for things that could potentially harm yeah. her over the years. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Last and certainly not least, let's talk about visiting her. Okay. Yes. You can only access Liberty and Ellis Islands by statue cruise ferries. So they have a monopoly. They do. But they also, like, the website is very clear. Like, if you buy, like, don't buy from third parties. Like, I think they partner with, like, some, like, Big Apple City tour companies. Like, that's cool. But, like, the, the companies that are, like, we can get you there. The website no. is like, nah, they can't even dock. They're lying to you. Yeah. That's like my favorite place on earth, Alcatraz Island. There's only one company that has docking rights on Alcatraz Island. Mm. So if you're going to Alcatraz, make sure you're doing like the official, like the one, I forget what it is, but it's super obvious. They literally say we're the only company that can dock. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just going to circle around Alcatraz and that's not what we want. We, want to go we want. Inside. Inside the Inside prison. the happiest place yes. on earth. My favorite place on earth, Alcatraz. Okay. Love it. So there is no entrance fee or reservation required for the museum on Ellis Island, but the National Park Service strongly recommends making reservations for Lady Liberty. Ferry tickets are $19.25 for those over 13 and $14 for seniors. There are three levels of reservations, island, pedestal, and crown. So ground, so move, the ground only reservations, this is the most common ticket. It gives general public access to the islands and both the Statue of Liberty Museum and Ellis Island National Museum of Immigration. And it is the only ticket that is distributed when reservations are full. 
Grounds-only tickets do not get you access inside the monument or to any level of the pedestal or crown. So you literally just get to go to the island and look at her. Yes. Uh, These tickets are free, but you absolutely should reserve. Yep. And then the pedestal tickets, these tickets are limited. Advanced reservations are recommended. The pedestal ticket allows visitors to access up to the top of the pedestal, which includes the lower pedestal levels. A limited number of pedestal tickets are available each morning at the ticket's office locations, but these are often distributed before the first ferry departure. These tickets are also free, but reservations are required. Yes. Yes. So then the crown ticket, tickets are limited and advanced reservations are required. Crown tickets allow visitors access to the crown and pedestal. During the summer and holiday seasons, crown tickets are often reserved up to six months in advance. And tickets are $3. All trips to the Crown include a walk up a double helix spiral staircase. Yeah, it's a long staircase. (laughs) I I remember the staircase. Have you ever been up to the Arc de Triomphe in Paris? No, you can go up? You can go up it. That's what I imagine this to be like. So I've been up the the Tower of Notre Dame. Mm. That is a hike. That is a hike. That is so many stairs. All yes. stone. Yep. All stone. Yes. Also a hike up to Sacre Coeur. That is quite the hike. Sure. So you all trips include a walk up a double helix spiral staircase. The climb is strenuous and yeah, not I've without risk. <laughs> I've said it. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. It's a hike. The National Park Service recommends that Crown visitors have no significant physical or mental conditions, which I put in here because some of them I was like, sure, which would impair their ability to climb, to complete the climb, such as, but not in, but not limited to heart conditions, great, mm-hmm. respiratory conditions, amazing, mobility impairment, claustrophobia, fear of or fear of confined spaces, acrophobia, fear of heights, vertigo yeah. or dizziness. Yeah, it's like it's it's tight. It's not you're not it's not a it's, spacious walk up. Yes. It's high and it's tight. <laughs> there are 377 <laughs> steps from the main lobby to the crown platform. There is an elevator inside the pedestal. Visitors use the elevator visitors that use the elevator will have to walk up 162 steps from the top of the pedestal to the crown. There is no elevator access from the top of the pedestal to the crown. I mean, yeah. What were you no, going to do? Put it in Otis' elevator up to her head? Would no. love that. <laughs> that would be so- That would be hysterical. We're keeping the integrity of the initial design by putting in the elevator. <laughs> the elevator. Could you just imagine, like, two elevators that, like, go right up the middle and they open, like, yeah. in her eyes and you're like, right. whoa. It's what Eiffel intended for sure. <laughs> for sure. He was like, this is what I want. Visiting the crown is not unlike visiting SCOTUS. Oh, you will love. need love, love, love a callback. We will need, oh, you will need a locker uh, to like put your stuff in. Mm-hmm. Only the following items are permitted in the crown of the Statue of Liberty. A camera. No Great. camera bags or cases. Water in a clear plastic bottle in case you like die from the climb. Yeah. Yeah. And any necessary medications. So if you're like, I have asthma and I've now climbed 300 and how many show stairs and you're like, let me take a hit. Okay, this was part, like, the fun thing that I put in here for you. Okay, <gasps> side note. I know, I know, I know. I found this, and I was like, we have to do this. Side note, you can visit. Okay, so that's that's going to the crown of Lady Liberty. Side note, you can completely visit. Completely separate, unconnected to Lady Liberty, except that, like, it's on an island adjacent. You can visit the abandoned hospital on Ellis Island that used to serve the immigrant population there. This is the first thing that I slash we will we do have when we go. are allowed to leave quarantine. We have Part- to go. I spoke yeah. this into existence. You did. I Part- started this episode being like, get me into the abandoned buildings of Ellis Island. <laughs> I was like, wait, keep a bit of this. This okay. is the secret. <laughs> this is the secret. Hard hat tours of the hospitals on the south side of Ellis Island are only open to visitors over the age of 13. So here's here's my surprise for you. Okay, so this is what we're doing. Okay. okay, so okay. I was like doing this research online and I was like, I, okay, I've also never been to the Statue of Liberty. It's like the oh only it's the only New York thing that I've we never done. So I went online and I was like, let me see if we can get tickets right now. Like I know it's not open, but yeah. maybe we can get tickets. So I got us tickets. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. To go to the Statue of Liberty on July 11th. Okay. 
I'm not I was like, busy. <laughs> it's we're not busy, but it's far enough out where I was like, I feel like we'll be able to be with people. That is the hope. By that July. is the hope. So July 11th, we're going. I'm not going to say the time live on air, but we're going on July 11th. And that I tried. I got us tickets to go to the Crown. Great. And then I tried multiple times to book hard hat tours. Uh huh. For us and on to go to the hospital, but it ju- like I don't think they have the dates open because I like oh, it would not. let me it would let me like get so far and then to be like select a date and I kept trying to do it and I was like and the wheelie we'll spin there. of the wheelie spin of death was death, just happening yeah. and I was like there's no dates they have they don't have dates they don't have dates. they probably don't have dates but we will for sure we be going. will for sure be going and hopefully the good we can thing get is it. it's not going anywhere <laughs> no it's not going anywhere. And hopefully we can get it to go – like, it would be amazing if we can get it for the same day. But, yeah. So it does exist. They're, like – I'm so excited. I was, I like – I can't believe we're going. That's so exciting. exciting. Do you like oh, your surprise? Oh, now I can see the torch that I missed. Yeah. You can see the torch. The go. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Yeah. Consider it done. You guys, you heard it here. <laughs> we're And, like, I love that it's, like, a li- like close to the 4th of July. So it's, like, yeah. we're being patriotic and stuff. Oh. Yeah. How fun. Yeah. I love her. I know. I I'm so her. excited. I'm so excited. We can do a little like follow up episode and take our little doohickeys and like yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna report from the ground. Hell yeah! From the feet of Lady Liberty. Yeah, our girl, your girl, America's first lady. Yes, I mean truly. Yeah. But guys, that was our episode on the Statue of Liberty. I feel great. I feel like this was very uplifting for me. It was I love so talking fun. about her. Yeah. She's just she's just one big fun fact. She's there's no bad in her. Like even when there's Joseph, nothing bad about her. The worst thing in this whole thing is like Joseph Pulitzer was like, "Come on, you guys, come like, just on!" Just kidding people in the butt, being like, "Let's go. We Let's all want go. this symbol of friendship." Yeah, and even they were like. All right, yeah, you're right. You're like right, we got a right, chip. Right. Like here's sorry, my here's sorry, my sorry. two pence. Yeah, <laughs> like two dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I loved it. Oh, so much fun. But guys, you know that we love you so so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. And you can rate us and you can review us. And please, please subscribe to us. We love you so so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.